You're listening to the Saturday Morning with Jack Tame podcast from Newstalk ZB. If you're anything like me, you will have noticed a lot of people have been diagnosed recently with ADHD. And it's something we're obviously getting a much better understanding of at the moment. Our clinical, our clinical psychologist, Dougal Sutherland from Umbrella Wellbeing, is here with us this morning. Hey, Dougal. Kia ora, Jack. How's it going? Yeah, very good, thanks. Um, am I... I'm not crazy, right? I've, I've definitely noticed that, quite rightly, that, that ADHD diagnoses are increasing. Is that fair? Yeah, it absolutely is. And I think what we're seeing is that a big growth of um, people who are getting a diagnosis in adulthood because they were missed uh, in childhood for a whole bunch of reasons. So I think with growing awareness of the condition, uh, people are going, hang on a minute, I think I might have struggled with this all my life. And so we're seeing lots more adults particularly being diagnosed nowadays. So what actually is ADHD? Yeah, yeah. Look, so, so ADHD stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, uh, and it's three main symptoms. It's the it's the difficulty controlling your concentration. So that can be difficulty staying focused on something, but it also means that sometimes you get hyper focused on something and can't move your attention when you want it to move. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the attention or attention difficulties, impulsivity, so sort of doing things without thinking them through uh, fully, just acting on a whim. Um, and and then there's the hyperactivity, which um, for children is, you know, running around and lots of energy and always on the go. For, mm. for, for adults, it's more a sense of feeling restless. and It's an internal feeling and, and feeling wound up and restless and fidgety uh, all the time. So yeah. those are the three main symptoms we talk about for ADHD. And, and I mean, apart from being uncomfortable, why is it an issue in the workplace? Well, you can imagine, and, and, and I've certainly met a number of people who have, who have this condition in the workplace, that are getting things done on time, get, being organised, mm-hmm. um, sticking to a job that you're supposed to, those are very difficult with ADHD, and, but they're also uh, things that often in workplaces people need to do. So you can imagine the difficulties it is for, for somebody who's, who's trying to get something done to a deadline or, or has to remain focused on a task, and they just find it really difficult to do. And it can create some real performance issues in the workplace uh, and some issues between uh, you know, staff and managers. Yeah, it's interesting, eh? Two, two-thirds of people with ADHD as a child continue to have symptoms and sign as an, signs as an adult. So that means that some people, a third of people who maybe have ADHD as a child, actually grow out of it. They don't have it forever. Yeah, and those are probably the people who've had mild levels of, of the condition during childhood. Um, and, and particularly if they've had maybe only problems with inattention and they learn how to manage that, that they perhaps... Uh, you're growing out of it, I guess, as a way of putting it. They may learn how to manage it so that it's not a problem anymore. But yeah. the majority of people that are diagnosed in childhood continue to have difficulties throughout their lives. Is there much of a gender split? It's interesting. When you look at children, it's it's predominantly boys that get diagnosed, about three to one or four to one, and that's probably because they're displaying really disruptive behaviour in the classroom. Yeah. What we think is happening, though, is that, that girls and women who have the disorder or the, the, the condition 
don't display those same symptoms so they get overlooked in the classroom so th- and they are the ones often who are coming to uh, to attention as adults and in and, and adults it seems to be a much more even split between male and female around uh, who, uh, who has the condition yeah right it's interesting isn't it that that even though we or most people like me probably associate ADHD with always kind of having scattered attention, you know, or being easily distracted. Mm-hmm. There is yep. a kind of flip side to the condition whereby sometimes people can get hyper focused on something, like so yeah, intensely yeah. focused that actually they're not able to shift off when they should. Yeah, and and I think a really good way to think about it is actually it's difficulty putting your attention where you want it to be. So you might want to be focused on something, but you can't. You keep getting distracted, or you might not want to be focused on something, but you get sort of sucked in and hyper focused on it. So it's the difficulty regulating your attention levels is the key thing, and sometimes that's too much, and sometimes it's not enough. But yeah. either way, it can cause real difficulties for, for for individuals. So how do you support it in the workplace? I, I think I think firstly uh, awareness is key, and because often people get labelled, you know, yeah. oh they're they're lazy, they're disorganised. That's just who that's just their personality. So making sure that if it is actually a condition that that's recognised by both the person and their and the manager uh, and, and, and in your workplace. And then working with the individual around, look, how are we going to help you? What's the best way? And it might be that um, somehow they build in um, breaks, a lot more breaks into their day. They might only work for 20-minute bursts and then have 10 minutes off. Um, and, and sometimes having tight deadlines can be really helpful. I've, I've spoken to a number of journalists who actually say, oh, I think I've got ADHD, but, but the media is the perfect place for me because we've got these really tight deadlines that can't be changed. Um, and, and, um, and the news cycle changes every, uh, every couple of days, so I only have to focus on something for a very short time. Yeah. So, um, it could be about choosing which industry you go into. Uh, it might also be a really helpful thing too. Yeah, see, that's interesting, eh? Is there... Is there a risk that w- that we may be over-diagnosing it or over-medicating for ADHD? I just have wondered that with so many people in kind of in my social circles and in my world have said, "Oh, I've got a I've got a diagnosis now of ADHD," and sometimes I've wondered, "Oh, is it something that necessarily needs to be medicated on this on this account, you know, on this front, or is it or is it you know yeah, is, is that a risk?" It, it, it's a really tricky one, eh? And and, and look, it is. <laughs> Technically, if you have a, to get diagnosed with it, you have to have shown symptoms as a child. And there's a little bit of, a, of debate around can you have adult onset. But at the moment, the, the, the actual criteria are that you have to have had your symptoms all your life. Um, and and um, it's just that we're recognising what it is now. Um, but So what that means is that the assessment process for adults is complicated and long because it involves looking back into your history. Yeah. Um, and, and so I'd be cautious of somebody that says, oh, yep, I got diagnosed in 15 minutes. It's like, um, that doesn't sound quite right to right. me. Um, and, and I think there's always, you know, it, we, we know that stimulant medication is a major treatment for ADHD. It does help people an awful lot. And I think there's always some rightful questions about um, any sort of um, medication. Uh, as um, are we are we prescribing it too much? Um, I, I don't know if we are or we're not, but I think it's always good to be asking the question if we're if we're yeah. prescribing medication for something. Yeah. One last question then: if you are if you are medicating, is this is it true that if you 
if you have ADHD and they give you, you know, Ritalin or the medications that are mm-hmm. usually used for ADHD and it kind of calms you down and helps you to focus, then then that shows that you have ADHD. But if you don't have ADHD and you take those medications and it feels a bit like speed um, and it kind of really jazzes you up, is that shows that you don't have ADHD is it, or is that just an urban myth? Uh, no, it's a bit of an urban myth. So if, if I, I don't have ADHD, for example, if, yeah. I, took the, if I took the stimulant medication, I would also... Uh, benefit from it, I would have an increase in my uh, ability to concentrate. Right. Um, so, so a positive response to the medication doesn't it doesn't prove it one way or the other because everybody will have that response. Okay. And, and in fact, you know, we, there's certainly a black market for students using it during exam times to become to help with their concentration span. Right. So it will help anybody. But if you have ADHD, it helps you much more than it would if you don't have ADHD. Right. Right. Okay. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Dougal. That's really interesting. Dougal Sutherland is a clinical psychologist with Umbrella Wellbeing. For more from Saturday Morning with Jack Tame, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Saturday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.